Hey, all my littles and my bigs, it's Barbara Jarabek here with the Marvel of My Ordinary Life, episode number 64. Try it before you buy it, or in this case, before you sell it. Once upon a time, there was a little girl named Barbara. She had a lovely big sister, best sister in the world, Nancy, and a rascal of a brother, king of the rascals, Johnny. All three of them grew up in the same household under the same conditions, and I, for all I can tell, am the only one who stuck with the quirky, weird art. I love to draw. I drew, well, I come to think of it, I drew during math class, history class, English class, all the classes that I wasn't really that interested in. I would sit there and draw. When it came to high school and I got into an actual art class, I thought that was the best thing ever. Poor Mr. Wada. He was my art teacher. Oh, we were so loud and noisy in that class. It didn't matter whether it was painting or clay or screen printing or drawing. We had the noisiest table. Becky and Lori and Kathy and I, and by the way, not the same Kathy that I got into all the other trouble with. This was a different, much calmer Kathy. We were all pretty good at art, so it was like a dream come true to sit at that table. No one else ever really did anything with their art in the way that they never really thought about selling it, but I came from a family where my dad had a children's clothing store or two, as it turns out. That's called being an entrepreneur, someone who starts their own business, thinks of what they want to sell, and then just goes for it. So I kind of had that going for me. I thought, why stop at just making stuff for yourself? Why don't I make stuff I can sell? Then there was the problem of what the heck to sell. I kind of wanted to see people have my art. Like I wanted to see them use it or wear it. And when I thought about wearing it, I thought, ooh, all the kids at my school, they wear t-shirts. Maybe I could make t-shirts that they would wear. First, I did try paint. At the time, all the rage was this nasty stuff called puff paint. You would get these little bottles. They probably still have it. You get these little plastic bottles with metal, really long like noses on them, kind of like a hummingbird's nose. And when you squeeze, there's a line of paint that comes out. So you can paint your clothes, all sorts of crazy things. When it dried, it would like puff up and harden and you couldn't really get it off your clothes, which was the whole point. You wanted it to stay on your clothes. And honestly, if you start picking at it, you can totally just peel the whole thing off because I did that a lot. Once I started, I couldn't stop. It was like, oh, this comes off. This is highly satisfying. Don't do that. Leave your design on. In the olden days, the puff paints were really basic colors and kind of a dull finish. And then as they became really popular, they started making them in really shiny, like high gloss colors. And then with sparkles, it became a big deal. Well, once the sparkles started, I didn't want to do that anymore. I don't know. I just wasn't a huge fan of it, even though I tried it. The next thing I tried to do was paint with acrylic paint. The way I bought it. It comes in like a tube that looks like a toothpaste tube and you squish a little bit in with some water, mix it around, paint your clothes, and then you can wash your clothes and it will not come out. So caution if you use acrylic paint, it 
doesn't come off for a reason. It's meant not to come off. So don't get it on Aww. your clothes that you don't like. Don't spill it on your stuff because you're not going to get it off. I painted some jeans. I painted the back of my shirts with it. But still, I was like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, anybody can do this. As it would turn out, in my art class, we were learning how to do something called pointillism. Pointillism was when you get a pretty fine point black pen. Well, we used black. You could use whatever color you want. And you literally never drew a straight line. You only made your drawing using dots. Oh my gosh, you guys, I highly recommend it. It's so much fun. Besides, if you make a mistake, so much easier to fix by just making the dots go all different directions. I was doing this humongous picture of a cat. I don't actually remember what the assignment was, but you could bring in a picture of anything and then you had to draw it much larger. Probably the assignment was some tricky little math problem mm. about how to take a small picture and make it bigger. I was terrible at math, <sighs> so I probably didn't do it the way I was supposed to. I just kind of faked it and figured, yeah, it looks pretty good. That sounds about right for me. I was doing this pointillism dot, 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 picture of a cat. It was a poster. It was bigger than, well, I was going to say it was bigger than your TV set. Some of you probably have TV sets that cover the whole wall. So no, it was not that big. It was about as long as a yardstick. How about that? And about that wide, it was really big. And once I figured out that I was pretty good at drawing just using dots, I started to think, you know, I think I'm on to something <gasps> here. I knew that a black marker, a Sharpie marker, when I left it with the cap off laying on one of my t-shirts, it made this big old blob of black that I could not get out of my t-shirt, no matter how many times I washed. <laughs> Light bulb moment, I thought, you know what? I am onto something. I'm going to do pointillism on my t-shirts. And I bet you kids will buy those. Then it was like, okay, that's a great idea, Barbara. Brainstorm, great idea. But what are you going to draw? For some reason, I think cactuses were very popular. Like, how does that even happen? How do, how do things like cactuses become popular? I don't know. But they were. I remember drawing different size cactuses on these t-shirts. And we didn't have cell phones to quick take a picture back then. This was ancient grandma days. They did not have that stuff. I don't have pictures of my artwork. It was pretty cool. I drew a cactus in the front. I drew a line in the back. So it was like the horizon. That's where the mountains supposedly were. I drew a half circle for a moon. But how did I draw it? I used dots, dot, dot, dot. Every single thing on the entire t-shirt was dots. It was super cool. There was no color. Everything I did was black on white t-shirts. And bonus, my dad, having owned a clothing store, I got the t-shirts for really yeah! cheap. So I made all these cool drawings on all these t-shirts and my parents just stayed clear of the whole thing. Nobody pointed out some maybe errors in my way. They just let me go ahead and do my thing. I made all these t-shirts and then it occurred to me, uh-oh, how do I sell these t-shirts? I can't just like walk up to kids at school and go, hey, I'm Barbara, that kid that never leaves the art room and always wears the overalls. Yeah, I want you to buy my stuff. No, 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 no. Nobody's going to buy my stuff from a kind of artsy-fartsy weirdo Barb. 
I thought, well, you know, there's other stores in town that sell kind of cool stuff. Maybe they would buy my stuff. You all, when I think about this, that is a huge pat on my back because that took guts to (laughs) just take a, I mean, I'm in high school. I'm like a junior in high school. I take a bag of these random t-shirts and start walking into stores that sell stuff, t-shirts, to people my age that I think, oh, that's kind of cool. I bet you they'd like my stuff. Oh my gosh. I went in and out, in and out. You know, there's a little bell when you're walking. Ding, ding, ding. Then I'd have to give my little spiel. Hi, my name is Barbara and I made these t-shirts. And then I would leave and they would either buy them or not. Well, as it turns out, only one store bought them. But that was one store. I mean, that's all it takes, right? So I was pretty impressed with myself and excited. And he bought all of them. So he put them out for display and I left and I think back now and I kind of go cringe. I never washed one to see what it would do. I mean, I knew it stained on my other t-shirt, but I didn't have any special like washing instructions with my t-shirt. So I hope the guy at the store came up with something because I did not. Weeks went by and I'm walking home from school. I would have to go after school first to my parents' store and work the afternoon. I worked from like four o'clock to six o'clock selling clothes. Woohoo! I was the goofball artsy girl. So I'm walking down the street in my overalls. No, I did not sell clothes in my overalls. I had to change into normal looking stuff when I got to mom and dad's store. Well, on the other side of the street, I see, oh, this girl (gasps) Heidi. Heidi, I don't know why she didn't like me, but she didn't. She just thought she was the coolest kid, and she was with a group of other we-are-the-coolest kids. You know what? Mm -mm, No, they were not. They were just the mean kids. She made fun of everything about me. She would make fun of my overalls. She would make fun of my ponytail. Your ponytail's too high. Nobody wears their ponytails that high. That kind of a kid. So here she is walking down the other side of the street, and she sees me, and I go, no, 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 please. I'm invisible. Don't see me. Hey, hey, Barbara, where are you going? Do you have to work? And I think I was smart Alec. And I said, at least I have a job. And she goes, yeah, for your parents. And I thought, no, I'm lucky. Whatever. I just kept walking. The street is not a huge street. So I could clearly see what she was wearing. And she was wearing one of my t-shirts that I had made. And I was cracking up. Heidi, hey, I like your t-shirt. And she goes, thanks. I said, I made it. And she's like, what do you mean you made it? Fat chance. Yes, I did. I made it. And I think you got it at, and I named the name of the store. She's looking at me and she goes, you made it? I love that moment so much. All her friends are looking at it. I can hear them saying, oh, that's cool, Heidi. That's really cool. And one of them starts to go, hey, Barbara, that's really, oh, Heidi, why'd you hit me? Be quiet. Let's go. They go walking down the street. I don't think she probably ever wore that t-shirt again just because I made it. Okay. Time goes by. I don't think I made any more t-shirts for that store. It was my one woohoo. I wonder if I can do this. And then I did it and I didn't want to do it anymore. So that's okay because I made money on selling my t-shirts there. The next thing I did, I bought all these very cool painter hats. They were kind of like baseball hats, but they were made out of this kind of, I don't know, they're made out of some thin kind of weird fabric. 
I thought. They were a little bit square in the front and they had the little bill and they were kind of trendy looking. So I'm going to make pointillism on those. I got my little pen, dot, 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 dot. I think I made really cool waves around the front of them. They were really cool. A friend was going to be selling some of her old clothes and stuff at the flea market. So I said, can I sell my hats with you? And she was like, sure. So we were at the flea market and I set it up. I had music cranked up high and I kind of dressed weird. I don't know what that had to do with my painter caps, but it worked. People started going, these are really cute and buying them. I probably only sold like 12. That's probably all I made, but it seemed like a lot at the time. The whole day had gone by. This one girl says, can you wash them? It never occurred to me if you could or couldn't. And I said, I don't know why not. I guess. Okay, yeah, cool. And she bought one. They weren't very expensive. I probably sold them for $5. Gosh, this is so embarrassing. So she walks away. We finish the day. I have my little hat on. A bird oh, pooped gross. on it. Ew, ew, ew. I went home to wash my painter's cap. Mm-hmm. Remember when I described what it was made of? Yeah, it was some thin white material. It was not material. It was made of paper. What happens when you get paper wet? <gasps> yeah, it dissolves. <laughs> the, the hatch dissolved. I got it wet to wash off the bird poop, and the whole thing just started turning into nothing in my hands. <gasps> I was mortified. Mortified means like, oh no, oh no, this cannot be happening. Uh-oh. All those people I sold those hats to, if they go to wash them or they wear them in the rain, the whole thing's going to disintegrate. Needless to say, I never, ever went back to that flea market. I just hope nobody ever recognized me. Thankfully, I did not dress crazy for every day of the week, so I don't think anybody did. And the t-shirts I sold, they were fine. That was good. I was safe with that one. Oh my gosh, you all. I don't know. I don't think I ever tried to sell anything again. That was kind of the end of that. I thought, well, maybe I should try things out a little more carefully before I try to sell them. Don't let that stop you from making stuff as long as you try it out first. All right. See you later. Bye.